The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And I just wanted to check in real quick. I hope you guys had a great, happy new year, happy and safe new year uh, and holiday season. I know for some of us or a lot of us, uh, we still have more celebration to go. So I wish everyone happy holidays and continually having a safe and happy holidays. Um, But I wanted to just kind of check in just to, uh, you know, you know, the, the holidays obviously are just kind of wrapping up here, uh, or the, the new year is just kicking off really is, is, is ultimately what, what I was trying to say. So I just kind of wanted to just check in and, and get, get a, a short update and just kind of fill you guys in with a couple, a couple quick things, check in and, and, and hope that you guys are getting after it in 2023, really. Um, I know, or I'm, I'm hoping that you guys are reflecting on 2022 uh, and planning for 2023. I know I am. I do that every year. Uh, and I will be sharing uh, lots of updates over the, the next several episodes uh, with myself, you know, some things, lessons learned from 2022 and, and plans that I have for 2023, as well as sharing, you know, getting some other folks back on the podcast here, you know, now that it's kind of a little bit slower time of the year for most of us that don't have snow anyway. Uh, so we'll try and get as many, many, many other, other guests and peers and mentors on here so we can share, so they can share their, their plans for 2023 and maybe some insight that they got from 2022. Um, you know, those of you that have listened to previous episodes know that I've already alluded to that. I got a second truck. Finally, uh, my dream truck, to be specific. So I'll be, you know, I've talked about that. And so that's, that's kind of part of my plans for 2023. Uh, looking forward to sending the crew out as early as February. I'm excited about that, taking things to the next level and just keep moving forward, especially after some of the rough times that myself and a lot of other folks out there had with the labor crisis and just all the different challenges that we've had over the last several years with COVID and everything wrapped around all that and in between all that. So it's definitely has had its ups and downs and challenges. So I'm glad to be trying to come out of that, you know, uh, strong and keep moving forward. And ultimately I've got several other plans, like I said, uh, in store that I will go into more detail in, in the upcoming episodes, uh, us about me specifically in my business, as well as, um, you know, other folks I can get on the, on the episode, have some, some, some more interviews lined up and scattered along the way. January is always the slowest month for me. Like I said, for a lot of folks that aren't doing snow, but especially here in central Virginia, we barely get enough snow for anything. And if we don't have commercial properties like parking lots and things to take care of, then even if it only snows a little bit, um, you know, we're, we're still not 
uh, doing anything really, you know, residential stuff has just not existed unless we get, you know, six to 12 inches of snow at least. So January is really a slow month. It's a, it's a month to, to reflect and do all the different things that I just mentioned and kind of prepare. But when you have, you know, employees and, uh, different things like that, and you're trying to grow your business, it's definitely a challenging year. It's definitely not the most profitable. I mean, challenging month is definitely not the most profitable month. That's for darn sure. So really it's just kind of like a, a month to kind of, you know, like, a, like also to kind of rest and recover a little bit too. Right. So I, I try to make everything la go through 12 months as much as possible. I've, I've been over the years, the last eight going on nine years, I've been striving to try and you know, make my lawn care business as full year round maintenance, you know, as possible, as full time as possible, because I always want to grow and have at least a couple of crews and not just do everything myself for the, for my entire, you know, for the rest of my life and be solo. Uh, as great as that is, it's just, I have other goals that I want to achieve financially, personally, and so on. And I just can't be focused on only lawn care all day, every day for the rest of my life. You know, I've got LCR media and the community and all the events and content creation that I love uh, doing and obviously spending time with my family and, and growing with them and helping them grow and so on. And so I just can't be completely overwhelmed and, and just involved in everything lawn care all by myself. I, I just can't. And, and I just ultimately know myself better, better than um, over the years, you know, I've gotten to know myself better over the years than um, you know, than, than in the past. And I, I just know that I'm a better leader than I am a doer. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have great work ethic and I work hard and I get a lot of stuff done. And, you know, by myself, I was doing a great job, but I'm a much better leader. I, I love building teams and, and bringing people together and planting seeds and watching them grow, nurturing, you know, ideas and, and uh, all kinds of things like that. And just, just, just helping share and grow as much as I can, wherever I can. So in my business, it should be the same thing. So I'd rather just, you know, have a, a team that can do most of the work or all the work for me, with me and so on, than, than me doing it all by myself. That that's just was just never my plan. So with all that being said, when it comes to the slower times of the year, like, like January, it's definitely challenging. It's probably the most stressful month for me because it's, because it's not busy, right? Like it's, it's kind of weird, but when it's really busy, at least I know what we're doing and, you know, the schedule's full and everything is pretty much routine for the most part. Of course, there's weather and other hiccups here and there that you got to pivot and, 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 you know, navigate through. But for the most part, at least I know where the work's coming from and what's going on and everyone can just, they know what to expect and it becomes more of a routine. But when it gets real slow, like in January, it's, there's, there's real no routine other than there's not a whole lot to, you know, going on. So that's, that's not a routine that I really want. So it ends up being, you know, filling up the schedule with whatever productive things we can find, as well as some, you know, miscellaneous invoiceable type work, billable work. You know, there's still some of that, of course, but it's nowhere near, you know, a, a five day work week, full time thing. So <clears throat> when you have employees and trying to build your team, you don't want to lose people, especially after coming back, like I said, you know, from all the crazy challenges that we've had over the last few years with, with, you know, finding good people and keeping good people and so on more so than, than ever before. I mean, it's always a challenge in, in this industry or any kind of outdoor, you know, labor intensive work. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's really, it really hit hard last few years. So com coming out of that, I definitely want to make sure that I stay as strong as possible and have the best team and, and on top of everything. So I just, <clears throat> it, it just, it's a very challenging, stressful month for me, but you know, one of the things that I will uh, 
tease into again for 2023 that I have, I, I might've alluded to this a little bit in the past uh, few episodes, but something new is uh, having 12 month billing uh, program. So, you know, similar to like a contract, a lot of guys have contracts, so they just bill the same amount, you know, 12 months out of the year, you know, like whatever the total services are, you know, whether it's mowing, fertilization, you know, shrubs, whatever, you know, all the above, whatever it is that, that a, uh, a client signed up for, for the year, you know, you, you get that total, you divide it by 12 and that's how much per month you're billing them. And, and, you know, you, the, the, the clients know what to expect every month, like what the bill, what the payments are going to be. And you have that cash flow that you can count on every month as well. With that being said, though, there's a lot of pros and cons, you know, I, I don't want to go into all that in this episode, but there's a lot of pros and cons to contracts and stuff. So I've, I've, uh, just been, I've been calling instead of, you know, I, I've, I've used the word agreement a lot over the years, you know, like, this is an agreement. This is an agreement. Like people are used to throwing the word contract out there. And I'm always like, no, it's just, it's an agreement. You know, you can cancel at any time. Like, like people, like new customers will ask, you know, before they become a client, you know, like, is, is this a contract or do you do contracts or this or that? Or, you know, they, they want to know what all stipulations are because that's, that's becoming, or is just more of a common terminology and, and format. And I just always tell people, no, we, you know, I do agreements, you know, which means you can cancel anytime. I can cancel you at any time. We can change the service offerings. We can change pricing, all that stuff. There's no, nothing, nothing is locked in for a year or three years or whatever the contract terms, you know, may be. So it's just an agreement. So anyway, kind of piggybacking off of that whole theme, I'm just making it a 12 month agreement. So it's the same exact philosophy as a contract without it being a legally binding thing that, you know, we're signing and we're locked into whatever price, whatever services for however long, you know, and there's really no way out of it without whatever stipulations you have in there, like, you know, moving out of the area or this or that or whatever. And, you know, whatever you want to do to, to, to put into that people put into their contracts for that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> so, like I said, there's pros and cons to all that, but I'm just sticking with the whole agreement format. My uh, CRM, my software that I use is service autopilot and they, uh, they're calling it installment plans now um, versus contracts. It used to, the term used to be contract in the past but now it's called installment plan. So, you know, that I kind of like that vibe too, how, how that sounds. It's like, Hey, it's an installment plan. It's like, th this is what, you know, what we're billing you for the year. Like this is your total for all the services that you signed up for, for the year. But instead of paying for it all up front, you know, or some random scattered about method, like I've been doing for years, you know, we just bill, what, bill you what we invoice you, what we've done for the month at the end of the month. And then you pay us, you know, or we charge a card or whatever, you know, like instead of, instead of that whole thing, it's, you know, Hey, we can just have an installment plan where it's a 12 month installment plan. And so you pay X amount for 12 months. And then that pays off your whole total of, uh, for your, all the services that we perform throughout the entire year. So that's, that's the route that I'm going this year. So I can make sure I have cash flow coming in. So even, and that's effective immediately, right. You know, right now in the month of January. So even if we don't have, a ton of invoiceable work coming in. I don't have to stress out about the cash flow. You know, I'm still stressing about uh, stressing out about you know keeping everyone busy and productive and making sure that we are ready to go for spring. You know, as early as February, because that's when we start cleaning up mulch beds and flower beds and all that, and then you know getting ready to you know re-edging everything, and getting ready to put mulch down. You know, end of February, beginning of March. And make sure we get all that done before mowing season starts, end of March, early April. Again, all this is all weather, 
weather permitting, but usually we start, you know, a week or two uh, towards the end of March, we start, you know, mowing or at least, you know, doing some spring cleanups, dethatching, that kind of stuff. We're, we're at least on the properties and, and kind of getting, getting back in the groove. And then we're full blown mowing, you know, by the first week of April at the latest, but usually we start a lot sooner than that here in, in central Virginia, again, weather permitting. So if I try to get a jump on all of the non-mowing stuff as early as possible for two reasons, so that we're not cramming it all in right before mowing starts or right after mowing starts. You know, here we are trying to get back on schedule and get reacclimated to the schedule and any, any new accounts and everything. And we're trying to do all that. And, you know, our, our week is all maxed out or filled up with all that. And then we're trying to somehow squeeze in some final mulch jobs or whatever. And that's just not, I've been there, done that so many times. And I, I want to, I try to avoid that as much as possible. It's, it seems like there's usually at least one or two stragglers, like right till the very last minute that we're trying to finish up because of weather or whatever the scenario is. But uh, I try to get a jump on it as, as soon as possible. Sometimes weather doesn't permit in February. Sometimes we do get a little bit of a snowy cold, you know, yucky, wet weather. <clears throat> and it just kind of makes everything a mess and, and difficult to, to, you know, uh, re-edge, you know, mulch beds and, and stuff like that. I mean, it's still fine to pull weeds and, and clean all that up, especially when it's wet, the ground's wet. It's e a lot easier to pull weeds out. You know, the roots aren't stuck in there as, as difficult or whatever. But, you know, when you're trying to re redefine mulch bed edges and, and, you know, you're putting mulch down when it's wet and it, it, it's, it becomes a messy experience, but you, you do what you got to do. So, I, I, you know, but then if it snows and you can't do anything, like even if we only get a couple inches, like that's just more annoying than anything else. I'd rather us get at least six inches so we can actually get out there and do something with it and make some money clearing out, you know, driveways and things like that than just doing literally nothing because it's only a couple inches and it's just frozen on top of bushes and mulch beds. There's nothing you can do. You're not going to put mulch on top of snow. You don't even know where the mulch beds even are, you know, like that's just ridiculous. And customers would probably freak out seeing us do stuff like that. So cl clearly that's not, not the answer. So depending on, on the weather in February, we, I try to get jump on it as early as possible. So at any rate, uh, I want to make sure any loose ends, you know, are tied up before that and make sure that we are all ready to go. Equipment's all running smooth, cleaned up, ready to go. You know, our entire setup's ready. Staffing is ready. Everyone's trained up as best as they can. Of course, you know, anyone new, you know, that they're going to have to actually get into it and, and do the work, you know, once it happens, but we can at least go through whatever we can and get acclimated to stuff as best as we can beforehand. Um, and, and just be ready to go and any other miscellaneous stuff like reorganizing the shop and cleaning out the trucks and <clears throat> all the different things like that, you know, property checks and whatever, all, all, all the miscellaneous maintenance and all that stuff uh, to prepare the, you know, little side projects maybe that you put on the back burner either at, you know, uh, accounts, different properties that you have or around your, you know, storage shop, whatever, you know, and you just uh, repainting stuff or this or that all those kind of things. I try to make sure I just write them all down, get them all ready to go and, and, and just kind of fill in the days throughout, throughout January in between whatever else we might be doing. Like, you know, last minute, uh, final cleanups, prune crate myrtles, things like that. Um, and, you know, and any new accounts that are acquired and they want their bushes cleaned up, you know, things like that will, will kind of pop up throughout the, the, the month sometimes as well. So, you know, we did some marketing, um, to try and get, get a boost there. I've already, I already got one. I don't even think I mentioned this yet on, a, on an episode, but we, we literally, the next day after we put po postcards out in one of the neighborhoods, I literally got someone that called me or emailed me, um, 
uh, like the next day for, for a quote. So that's exciting. So, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a good return rate right there. You know, usually I don't get a, a huge return at all with flyers or postcards. You know, I've only done it a few times over the course of the last eight to nine years, but you know, you always keep trying, you know, you, you don't want to, uh, you want to give things, you know, a couple of chances and, and just, just keep, just, even if people aren't calling you back or emailing you, you know, you still want to keep getting your name out there, keep your branding out there, you know, your logo and all that kind of stuff. So while you're driving through the neighborhood, you know, working on properties that it, it all just adds to it. So when these people do need someone or want someone to take care of their property, hopefully you're one of, if not the first company that they think of. So even if you're not getting a huge return, yes, it does cost money, obviously to print flyers, postcards, whatever you're doing, door hangers or whatever, but it's all just part of your marketing strategy to keep your business top of mind for everybody that, you know, is hopefully your ideal, um, uh, future clients. Welcome back to Toro Tuesday. This week, I wanted to talk about the snowplow attachment. So there are actually, this is for one thing, this is one of the few, uh, multi-force attachments that I don't own, nor have I used it, but I've seen it plenty um, online and, you know, at Toro and um, at the GIE now, Equip Expo. Um, I've definitely seen it and played around with it. I uh, just haven't actually plowed snow with it. But again, I have seen plenty of other folks in our community and industry use it plowing snow. But that's that's exactly what it is. It's a snow plow. It's for pushing snow. So if those of you that don't have any idea what I'm talking about, you know, when it snows, right, um, you know, this is an actual plow. Instead of having, um, you're using your truck or some people have ATVs, you know, four-wheelers, and they, they can put a plow on there. And it's good for clearing out driveways, small commercial parking lots, sidewalks, things like that, like areas that um, it's it's almost easier to use a smaller, um, you know, a smaller um a smaller type plow, like some, like an ATV or something like that, versus um, having a truck, a pickup truck in there with a plow. I know a lot of guys will use skid steers, which is like just a little mini, you know, um, excavator or, or I, I, for lack of better explanation, I'm, I'm not a hardscaper, forgive me guys, but it's just like a little mini tractor. Uh, there's a lot of different things, a lot of different tractors out there that you can use all different variations that have a bucket you know, or you can take that bucket off in some cases and put like a, a different kind of a blade on there, which is meant for pushing dirt around, but you can use it to push snow. So instead of using all those different things, now you just one more thing you can use for your Toro Multiforce mower. Again, you take the mower deck off. This is going to help you keep this machine working year round instead of it sitting in the garage over the winter. Um, it, it, you know, if you get a lot of snow and, and you're not cutting grass, um, you know, I think down south around Florida is pretty much the only people that are cutting grass in the winter, you know, not, not as, as, as much, but they're still doing a little bit. Um, so they probably never put their mowers in the garage, but for the rest of the country, you know, you are putting, uh, you're just kind of putting this in storage, you're winterizing it and it just stays there for however many months, you know, of the winter before the grass starts growing again. Well, if you get, get enough snow to, to plow, to push the snow out of the way and clear driveways, sidewalks, small parking lots and so on, then you can utilize this attachment for your Toro Multiforce. There's a couple of different sizes, a couple of different add-ons and variations of the snow plow. Uh, they just had one, you know, starting out uh, back in 2016 or shortly after, but now over the years, they've uh, come out with a couple different versions or a, a few different versions and varieties of it. 
as you know, time goes on, they keep coming out with more attachments in general, uh, evolving the attachments they have, tweaking things here and there. So again, for, for all of the visuals and all the specifics and all of the different ones that they offer, because there's multiple different types of snow plows that they offer for the Toro Multiforce, as always, go ahead in the episode description, click the link for Toro.com that'll take you there so you can check out them, uh, check out all the facts and, and get the visuals for yourself. But it's basically just a big plow. It's a, a, AKA a blade, um, a snow blade that just goes, attaches to the front of your mower. You have your deck off. They also have upgraded tires that you can swap out that have thicker, uh, heavy duty uh, traction for the slippery snow and ice and things like that. So you can help you push the snow better than versus the, your turf tires just for, you know, for grass and um, being more gentle on, on the turf and giving you traction for that. This is a more aggressive tread uh, for the snow. So you can swap those uh, t- wheels and t- tires out um, or swap the tires out. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a whole, it's a whole kit, wheel and tire. And, and you can also get a weight kit, which is highly recommended to put in the wheel, uh, which, which gives you more weight down back behind there where the wheels are so that it can help you push the snow, right? So if you're pushing the snow, it's going to be adding some force to the mower. This way you're not kind of slipping and sliding. So that helps reduce all of that. So you can just get your mower and you can get all the smaller areas and you can push all that. You can still use a pickup truck or any other bigger pieces of equipment to push larger areas. But for the smaller, tighter areas, you can use the mower uh, with the plow on it for that. So that's that's that was one of the first attachments that they came out with, and I know it's been heavily utilized throughout the community and the industry. Like I said, I've seen it plenty and played around with it a little bit, just haven't really pushed snow. Uh, right around here in central Virginia, we don't get a whole lot of snow, um, so it's not enough for me to even invest in something like that. Um, so, But I have seen a lot of guys use it, and it, and it works great. How much time did you waste in 2022 looking up addresses to qualify a prospect? Probably a lot more than you realize. Losing time is losing money. Well, we have a solution for you. It's called My Service Area. My Service Area quickly pre-qualifies prospects based on their address and the specific profitable service area that you have created. Don't take our word for it. Here's what Charles from Stepping Stone Landscaping says about using My Service Area. My service area has quickly become an essential tool. The setup was easy, amazing customer service, and most importantly, it saves me money. My service area is a no-brainer solution to a very common time-wasting problem of looking up addresses. I highly recommend adding my service area to your website before the next spring rush. You know, Naylor talks about creating dense routes, and my service area is certainly a tool that can help you fine-tune your routes. Well, thank you, Charles. Now really is the best time to get started so that you will be in a great position to conquer 2023. Visit myserviceareacom slash LCR for a very special offer that will only be available for a limited time. The link will be in the description. myserviceareacom slash LCR. So at any rate, so those are all the different things that they were trying to get through this slow month and part of what were what my plans are for 2023 um, but there's a lot of reflecting for 2022 that I'll, I'll dedicate, you know, a, a pro, uh, I don't know how long of an episode, but I'll dedicate a, an episode for that, um, some takeaways and things like that. And, I, you know, I just hope you guys are, are doing the same thing. And also, again, taking some time to relax, take some time off, spend with family, especially through the holidays, like I've been talking about for so many years or, or so many episodes, because it's just so near and dear to my heart, because for so many years in retail management before I started my lawn care business, I just, you know, just did not, was not able to enjoy any of that. So I'm just, 
I'm just really a huge advocate for that now that the last, you know, almost nine years I've been really trying to, you know, rebuild my life and regain some control of my life and, you know, make up for lost time with my family and everything. Uh, so I just want to make sure that I keep getting that message out for everybody else. Like, make sure you're doing that too. Whether you're in my situation or something similar or not, you know, we can still get, put our heads down and get really, you know, busy and, and, and immersed into our lawn and landscape business where we can still not, we can still be neglecting things that we shouldn't be like family and friends and rest and, you know, our own, our own body and mind and, and just kind of, you know, making sure we stay strong and healthy and, and passionate so that we can keep uh, moving forward and, and, and doing good things, big things, you know, keep sharpening our sharp, taking time to sharpen our ax, right? Things like that. So, so I would just want to take a little bit of time just to talk about that uh, on this episode. Also just wanted to throw out there, not throw out there, but um, I also wanted to mention that I have updated, um, <clears throat> updated my route density masterclass offering so those of you, if you don't know, if you haven't heard me talk about this on, on the podcast or Mr. Producer or any, anyone, um, I'm, I'm offering uh, Route Density Masterclass. I've also added several other um, course offerings, you know, so so if, if you're not looking to commit to the amount of time, you know, the three-week Route Density master core, Masterclass course, um, and maybe you want something a little bit more shorter, you know, uh, some bite-sized pieces, you know, self-paced, things like that. You know, I've got uh, several several things that you can take a look at now. And I'm going to just keep adding things uh, that that over the years I've just kind of had so many thoughts. And, I've, I, you know, I've recorded so many things like on, on the podcast, made so many YouTube videos about different things. And I've just jotted down so many notes about stuff over the years as well, things that I've wanted to share with you guys that might not even be like a YouTube worthy thing, or, you know, they could be, a, you know, a podcast thing, but sometimes I really want to go deeper into things. And, you know, I, it's just, it's just easier if I can have like a, my own platform that's not supposed to be somewhat entertaining, like a podcast and a YouTube, YouTube video and, you know, Instagram reels and all that stuff to capture everyone's attention. Like I want people that are serious and want to put some skin in the game can just go and, you know, look, look at the, you know, the free offerings as well as the paid offerings and see, see what, what courses, what things you want to take a look at to help better your business and invest in yourself and your business in 2023. So there's going to be a link, uh, in, in pretty much every episode for the past several episodes and going forward, uh, of the, of this podcast. So you can just check that out and you can click on the link there and you can see, everything that I've, that I have uploaded, um, already, uh, on there, as well as, you know, just know that I'll, I'll keep talking about it every, as soon as every time something new comes up, I will, uh, you know, put that, you know, put that out there for you guys. And, and, and anyone that signs up for anything, you will automatically be, you know, notified in the future for anything new that does uh, come out. So that'll make it easier for you as well. But it, you know, if, if you look on there and there's not really anything that you're ready to commit to at this moment, you know, just, be on a lookout as more things come up, you know, basically as seasonal things come up, like mulch season coming up, I'll definitely have a, a course offering dedicated to mulch. Um, cause I've got a ton of experience with that. Of course, I don't know everything. I don't think anyone ever does. We're always still learning or we should hopefully, but I've definitely learned a lot personally. I've seen a lot from a lot of other peers and mentors in the industry locally and, you know, nationally, nationally. So, 
there, there's a lot of opportunities there for me to share a lot of good nuggets and some some tips and, and tricks and just ways to be as efficient as possible and as profitable as possible from pricing to how to do it and showing my setup and you know what what are different scenario different different types of setups and what's good for what all the ideal things and um of course <clears throat> you know like i said not everything i don't know everything and 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 uh, every everyone's going to be a little bit different you know there's not a one-stop shop for for any for any of this stuff you know that of course you know wheelbarrows a wheelbarrow but there's so many different types of wheelbarrows so it, it's kind of up to your own personal preference but there's different wheelbarrows that i find that work better for different things and so on and so forth and all kinds of other tools and resources to use for mulch season for example and then as we go through the season just like I've been trying have have tried to do in the past on the podcast, like dedicate episodes, you know, with different guests and myself talking about these seasons, you know, like mulch season, like, you know, what, what am I doing and what are these other folks doing and, you know, so on and so forth. Just like that, I'm going to just have a more dedicated um, content uh, on, on, on my, you know, in, in my library of course offerings for you guys to check out, you know, to see if that's something that you're interested in to advance yourself. And this, this year, this season, you know, and like I said, invest in yourself and your business. So anyway, that's all, that's all I had for you guys. I just wanted to, uh, I don't know what everyone's doing, you know, um, still this time, uh, if, if you're out get, getting after it, you know, already, um, right after the holidays or not, if you're still, you know, maybe taking some extra time off and maybe you're traveling and you're listening to this or whatnot, but, just kind of wanted to make it as short and sweet as I could um, this episode and just just kind of let you guys know um, a little bit about what I got, have going on and what to expect on future episodes and also, you know, some new updated course offerings um, that I have going on with the Route Density Masterclass and, 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 and some other things there that will hopefully help you guys because um, that's what it's all about. So uh, if you guys have any questions or uh, comments, definitely, as always, you can go on um, Instagram at LCR Media and you can DM me there. Um, <clears throat> and if you haven't left a five star or if you haven't left, <laughs> I'm, I'm leading the witness, right? If you haven't left a, a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, I really appreciate you do that. Um, you can also on Spotify now, if you're listening to Spotify, you can also rate this podcast by clicking on the the stars and, you know, rating how many stars up to five stars. So I, I've been seeing a lot of folks doing that recently. So I really appreciate that. That of course, you know, helps with when people are looking at podcasts and they see all the reviews and the ratings, it just kind of gives them an idea on whether this is a podcast that they might want to check out or not. Um, so, you know, I, I really appreciate that as well as any of the feedback, you know, the, the, the reviews, that folks leave, you know, I, I, I really take all of that in, you know, and I'm very grateful for the feedback, you know, positive and constructive, because I, I just want to be the best that I can be and, and provide the best content that I can. So again, I appreciate you guys for listening as always. Thank you to the Toro company for sponsoring the LCR media podcast. And until the future episodes, this is the long care rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.